It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And questions, please, for Jane Pickett, our resident vet from the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group. Uh, Jane joining me this afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Jane. Good afternoon, Patricia. And you, and you are very welcome. Uh, somebody wants to know, in very cold weather like this, should you always put a, do- put a coat on a dog when you're going out for a walk? This listener was out this morning and she could see little dogs out having their morning walk and they looked frozen. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes, yes. I think it depends on each individual situation. You know, there's a lot of factors that affect, you know, how well a dog or a cat copes with the cold. And that can be even down to their breed, their hair type, how much body fat they have is a big contributor as well. Sometimes if they have a bit of a layer of blubber, they've got a good kind of internal jacket against the cold, um, but but not a, not a good reason to, to let them put on fat. I, I would say in this situation, you just need to really keep a close eye on your pet. If, you, if they are a very light breed, let's say that doesn't have a lot of body fat, for example, I have a little rescue greyhound. She needs a coat because she has no body fat on her. So in that situation, yes, but my other dog is kind of a, another hound cross, has a lot more body fat, has longer hair, and she actually copes really, really well in the cold. So I think it just depends on the situation. Be guided by your dog, be guided by their signals. If they're acting like everything's really, really normal and when they're out for their short walk, don't seem at all bothered and they're happy to go for their usual little run, then they may be coping okay. But if they're a little bit more hesitant, a little bit slower, maybe even kind of showing showing a little sign of kind of anxiousness, then I would say, yeah, consider that they may be cold, consider some clothing for them then. And I suppose the one really important thing is, you know, the cold mightn't matter so much if they're just out for a short 15, 20-minute walk and they're supervised. But really, in these kinds of temperatures, having them unsupervised outside or kind of, you know, let's say outside around the yard, I'd be a little bit reluctant with it because if they have access to the indoors, they can keep themselves warm. But particularly if they're outside and kind of outside in a shed type situation or if they have a nice outside doghouse, it's really too cold in these temperatures for them to be outside. So I'd really just make sure that they're they're brought inside, particularly in the evenings as it gets really, really chilly and particularly in cases where they, they may be a little bit older or have a few miles on the clock, they're not great at generating their own body heat. So although, you know, clothing is, clothing is something to think about when they go out for their walk, it's really just important to make sure they always have access to the indoors in these kind of temperatures. Would they start to shiver if they were cold like we would? They can do. Yes, yeah, they can do. Certainly if you see them shivering, they're definitely cold, but sometimes it's a little bit more subtle than that. So their body temperature has to drop quite a bit before they'll start the shivering reflex. So, you know, before they start shivering, which is a sure sign of being too cold, you might see them just looking a little bit shifty, uncomfortable, a little bit unsettled. And that would all kick in when they're feeling the cold, but the shivering reflex hasn't settled in. So that's kind of the time to intervene for them and either bring them back inside 
or get them a coat on. Okay. Uh, Maureen is having problems with a large breed dog pulling on the lead. He's three years of age, neutered. He's a type of Doberman cross, so he's a big dog, but he's getting stronger and she's noticed he seems to be getting worse at pulling on the lead. Okay. So I suppose first things first, you know, well done for kind of acknowledging that it's an issue. Um, I, I see a lot of dogs out and about pulling their owners around and, you know, it's, it's dangerous for everyone involved. It's dangerous for the dog in case they get loose because they can be quite strong, particularly in bigger breeds. It's dangerous for, dangerous for the owner as well because, you know, they might be toppled by a dog who gets excited and pulls. So, you know, it, it is an issue and it's something that needs to be dealt with and certainly can be dealt with. I would suggest at this stage, getting a qualified dog behaviourist or a dog trainer involved. I must admit, there's no particularly easy solution to this one. Now, there's lots of gadgets and gizmos that if you Google this on the internet, will come up as the perfect solution to solve all of your problems. Some of them can help. Some of them are like almost like little shock absorbers built into the leaves that are almost like little bits of bungee cord. But they're not going to solve the problem. They just mean that you're getting less slightly less pulling through your hand but it doesn't really make it a lot safer for your pet or for yourself as regards kind of security and safety um so i would really suggest you know don't be fooled by the gimmicks on the internet saying that they're going to solve all of your your pulling problems i would get a dog trainer or a behaviorist involved other things you could consider are making them extra secure potentially with a harness as well as a collar um that can help a little bit Certainly there are other things on the market that are almost kind of to stopping pulling aids, but one of them is called a halty. And they're just kind of little adapted leads that have a little part that goes over the muzzle. But I would really recommend that if you were going to use those, you do those in tandem with work with a dog trainer or behaviours because they have to be used properly to, to make progress. So best of luck. And it is something that is definitely solvable. I'm sure give it a little time and training. You'll be you'll be having pleasant walks without any pulling. Yeah. It'll just need it. Need and, a and a Doberman cross. That's a big, strong dog. Big, strong dog. And I suppose particularly from a safety perspective, you know, we need to make sure our pets are secure and we need to make sure they can't run off. Um, and, you know, particularly in a big dog like that, you want to make sure it's on secure and on the lead. Um, for everybody's safety but also for yourself so you don't get toppled by them pulling if they get excited Yeah yeah. Susan in Passage West has a small breed Jack Russell seems to be empty reaching a lot lately Susan describes it like he's almost like he's trying to clear his throat does she need to be worried? Okay Um, if it's a change for your pet I would say yes we need to investigate it. There's no cause for worry just yet, as long as they're otherwise well in themselves, eating, drinking, full of the joys of life and going for their walks. But this is a change and that's not normal behaviour. So there's a few things that could be going on here. If they're kind of doing this empty reaching, sometimes that can be kind of almost like a, a vomit, but there's nothing in the tummy. And sometimes it's actually very easily mistaken for kind of a cough or a hack, which will be to do with the lungs and maybe, I suppose, discharge in the lungs. Either way, I would say it's a change for your pet, so it definitely warrants a visit for the best. Please don't worry just yet, as long as your pet is otherwise well. But I think it's best to get ahead of these things and ask now. Keep a keep a little diary for a few days of how often it's happening for your pet, as long as as long as they're otherwise stable and well, um, so that you have something to bring to your vet as to regards you know what's happening at home. And even better, try and take a little video of one of the episodes happening, so that your vet will be able to see what's going on. And a really important thing to do in this kind of situation when we're trying to tell, well, is it a vomit? Is it empty reaching? Or is it kind of a hacking cough? Is if you can take a full body 
video of your dog to include their belly because that can actually give your vet clues. So that would be a really helpful thing to do. Yeah, because inevitably you get to the vet's practice and they won't do what you want them to do. They won't be coughing or empty reaching at all. Okay, and finally, Marion has a four-month-old Labrador puppy in the process of house training. How often should she be taking the puppy outdoors uh, to go to the loo? Every two hours at an absolute minimum. Um, and that goes for right into the evening. Obviously, you can't be getting up every two hours overnight. You know, we're not superhuman. Um, but what I would suggest is you take your pet out last thing at night before you go to bed, first thing in the morning. And I think it's really important to remember that it's quite likely over, let's say, that six, eight-hour period overnight where they're not out to do their peas and poos, they will have an accident inside. So, you know, obviously we'd like to minimise that because the progress of their toilet training goes much better the more they get it right and the less they kind of get it wrong. So lots of positive encouragement is really important. But, you know, they can't really hold their bladder physically, even if they wanted to until they're about six months of age. So, you know, providing them with plenty of opportunities to get them right by taking them out at a minimum every two hours and just acknowledging that you might have the odd accident overnight. And that, that's not their fault. So nothing to scold them about. It's just just their physiology and they're not quite ready to, to be able to hold their PS. So best of luck. I'm sure you'll get their consistency of key. OK, listen, best. Have a lovely week and stay warm. And we'll chat you next Thursday. Perfect. Thank Thanks you very much. Bye bye. That is uh, Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.